0: Now that's done. Welcome to Unfurled. Hello. Hello.
1: Goodbye. And that's our episode. (laughs) Fog and night, everyone. Yep. Um, So, yeah, welcome to Unfurled episode negative 41, I think. Negative 73, 85. Beautiful beautiful evening on April the 14th. Uh, It's a little smoky out Uh, there. Yeah, it is (laughs) the 14th. It's very foggy. Yes. 13th. All right. So. First things first. Uh, there will be no bull, bu- bull dragon right. with us today. He is, he's indisposed. So uh, you have to deal with just us. He's touching himself. So, uh, so yeah.
0: He's hopped up on goofballs. <laughs> I I thought it was uh, Flippy Flappies. Flippy Flappies. Flying Willards.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the only one that gets that reference. Apparently. All right. yeah. So good. Fine. Whatever. Fine. That, fine. There you go. Fine. That's what you
1: get for making a dated joke. Fine. Didn't even want to make a reference. Fine. Whatever. Fine. Fine. We should door to stop. Um, the other <laughs> thing I'm going to bring up for the people in the stream, for the people in the episode, this will be a little bit less relevant, but uh, uh, you may have noticed episode negative 42 is not posted yet. And There's a reason for this because my podcast drive that contains all of our podcast stuff is gone. Just gone. So... We luckily have a couple of backups of it. There's still a copy here at Tal's uh, Place, and I can also get the audio off of our um, YouTube if I absolutely have to. But the setbacks just pushed me behind. So those two episodes, uh, this episode, and next episode, no, last episode and this episode, will probably be coming fairly close to each other. No. And, uh, yeah. Cheese doodle? That, that's my news. For today, I got to smart too. That, that that was your news article? That, no, that wasn't my news article. <laughs> I like it personally. I <clears throat> like it. Uh, how have you guys been? Anything interesting happened? Terrible. Nothing. Nothing too terribly interesting. No. I stayed up for thirty-one hours on Sunday through Monday. Hot damn! Yeah, that's too many. It was many hours. <laughs> by uh, by hour twenty, I was like, "Fuck being awake. When Just you... fuck it." When you can't stay awake through Star
0: Wars, shit, shit's shit gone <laughs> downhill. It's time to go to bed. Yeah. yeah.
1: So switching from nights to days is crappy, especially when you have to do it in like half the time you normally do.
0: It's balls of roni Yep. It's bars of pan Balls-a-pan.
1: balls of pan balls of pan balls of pan
0: Marzipan covered balls. Yes. balls of pan I would totally sell those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still prefer macaroni and fuck it.
1: Macaroni and fuck it.
0: Yeah, there's just a picture of a tray at a buffet with like just regular macaroni, but it's supposed to be like the little sign says macaroni and cheese, but somebody just thrown him slices on top, <laughs> yeah. and it's called macaroni and fuck it. Oh <laughs> and I'm like that person has a bad day. It's uh, it's an
1: apt title at least.
0: No, oh, it's amazing. It's it's amazing. Right. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh um, you. Such a <laughs> fort Florida will get you everywhere. Um, um I don't believe I mentioned this, but uh a while ago I got a tattoo. Ooh, oh yes. Yeah, I did. On my chesticles. Are you gonna show the cast? Uh we'll we'll get a good picture of it and we'll post that. Yeah, let's let's do that. I, I don't wanna you know, as much as I'd love to flop out my man boobs for you all to see. it's, uh,
1: it's I don't. only for the like two listeners
0: who watch what well, more like one and a half one and a midget
1: <laughs> apparently we are uh we're buffering a lot but that's okay that happens <laughs> i apologize it's towels normally fixes all this stuff and i just pushed buttons and made things happen so you have to deal with me
0: yep deal with it but this way the the pain is much slower now because it stutters with all this buffering.
1: <laughs> yeah, now you have to w- listen through our di- disappointing podcast, and you have to wait for it to load. <laughs> packet dropping, packet, packet dropping. <laughs> That's the well, cool
0: thing to do. All the cool kids are doing it. <clears throat> dropping packets. <laughs> it's like the base only with packets. That's good.
1: That's all right. Well, if we want, I can start with my news. Do, it, my, sure. I, except do it. I should actually pull up my article, because, you know, preparedness. <laughs> And that was Adam on the noise machine, yeah. which is just Adam.
0: I wish I could do that. The Wilhelm scream just on demand. Oh,
1: <laughs> if you could like perfectly oh, imitate the like, like, Wilhelm scream, you could make so much money.
2: Uh, <laughs> I've, I've witnessed what happens when podcasts have a soundboard. Don't do it. it it's awful. <laughs> it's so bad.
1: You turn into 90s <laughs> radio. <laughs>
2: you, you turn into
1: an American news broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right so my news article takes place in calgary i'm sure you've heard of it it's a place no never heard of it it's uh very close you're making it up uh, no for nothing good
0: in particular totally fictional
2: yeah
1: there's only you know one really cool podcast there nothing else it's it's really a shit hole <laughs> the rest of it's boring yeah it's the best place in alberta that'll piss off like everyone we know
0: it's it's mainly it's just better ra- than edmonton <laughs> it's mainly just rabid dogs and homeless that's it
1: all right. So, you know, Calgary isn't known for having like tons of crime and stuff. It's it's a fairly mild city. We have a couple of neighborhoods that you probably wouldn't want to be around after dark, but what city doesn't? Uh one of those neighborhoods isn't Queensland. Uh it's <laughs> it's down in the south. It's a uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like a high-end neighborhood, but it's not as slummy as some parts of the city. Anyway, apparently there was a gentleman in Queensland who had a uh he had a warrant being executed on his house. There were officers in there uh, investigating for charges of uh, breaking and entering and possession of stolen um, pos- uh, possession of stolen goods. Yes, that the, the charge. Um, yeah. And so they were, you know, digging around, <clears throat> rifling around, um, and they went out back and went into his shed. Now, I want you guys to guess what was in his shed that shouldn't have been in his shed. That would be also surprising. I'll tell you right now, though, nothing dead.
0: A donkey. Like a live donkey. Okay, so they they were searching
2: his house for possession of stolen property. That is correct.
1: An orca. uh, And (laughs) and they were being quite thorough. An ostrich? No. It it wasn't an animal.
2: Um, But it's not dead. A stripper pole. No. Is is it alive?
1: Yeah, is it a living thing? Not really alive, no. I'll just tell you, you guys are terrible at guessing. Um, so an officer went into his shed and found that the floorboards were a little loose, so he pulled them up and found a 30-foot hand-dug tunnel, shored up with beams and everything, lighting all the way down it, containing over $100,000 of goods that this guy had actually stolen that they weren't aware of. Oh my goodness. These were not the goods they had arrived to, uh, to take
0: aren't the goods you're looking for
2: so now what's more illegal the hundred thousand dollars of stolen goods or the like 30 dugout tunnel? trench? yeah that, that that he's got under his garage so because yeah. they outlawed the um contraband bomb shelter
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, the um the garage pits that you used to be able to have in like the 50s they outlawed those because some sniper went crazy Oh, and like yeah, took and down, himself in. yeah, took down like a dozen police officers.
1: So yeah, um, no, it was not legal at all uh, for a couple of reasons. One, he doesn't even own the place; he's renting. Wow! <laughs> so his landlord is fucking pissed. Um, he wants to be. A I'm like in, hell yeah, bunker. <laughs> not just because of the tunnel, but also because the city can't allow for a lot to have a hand dug unstable tunnel beneath it. Mm-hmm. So they had to execute filling that hole and charge the owner. Oh, so that's he, balls. he is, He's getting hit with a bunch of, uh, I think they call it land excise fees. Uh, the guy's Ooh. going to jail for the stuff they had already found, and they're pressing additional charges of uh, possession of stolen property for the $100,000 of extra oh material God. they found. Um, yeah, needless to say, you don't hear about stuff like this much, especially not here. I mean, I've never heard of anyone going to so much trouble to hide their stolen goods as to dig literally a 30-foot, like, zigzaggy tunnel under their entire backyard. I'm I'm impressed.
2: Like, one, this land, like, this homeowner is never going to go more than, like, a month without checking on his tenants from now on.
1: (laughs) No, he's going to have so (laughs) many trust issues.
2: Actually, he's probably just going to live there
0: and be like, I'm watching you. I I still think that part of this guy's punishment, they should have just handed him like a little gardening trowel <laughs> and been like fill the hole.
1: Well, and see that's just it. So his neighbors, um, were were talking to the news about this article, the Calgary Herald, which is where the article is from. Uh, And they were saying, like, they were surprised. He apparently was a very nice neighbor. Like, they never would have pegged him for any kind of criminal activity. Because he's a sociopath. Um, Oh, big time. The only odd behavior they noticed was a couple weeks ago, there was a big yellow tarp over the backyard. And that's it. Like, they didn't hear, you know, excavation or nothing. No one knows where the dirt went. Right? 30 feet (laughs) of dirt, they managed to get rid of without, you know, notifying someone. That motherfucker pulled an Andy Dufresne again. I am from, I am from in- Shawshank Redemption,
0: where he was <laughs> digging it out and then put it into his pant leg and just shook it out when he went out into the yard. Yep, and he moved an entire fucking tunnel's worth <laughs> like, through his pants. I'm fucking
1: impressed. I'm, <laughs> like I'm impressed. I should show you the picture of the hole because oh, like, I would love to see this. It's shored up and stuff. Like it was. It was almost
2: like, mostly because this like fulfills my childhood fantasy right, of it- having. Like an a underground tunnel. Yeah. Like the secret
1: tunnel. Yeah. Secret tunnel. Yeah. And, it, tunnel, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, uh, so they were really oh, surprised. God. And it's funny because, yeah, this guy just got 30 feet tunnels worth of dirt out of his place without notifying anyone. Um, that's the other thing. The utility companies are pissed because all of his utilities are exposed uh, in, in that tunnel, uh-huh. right? They dug it out by hand. They couldn't have used any sort of power tools without risking damaging wow. that stuff.
2: And. Uh, I guess they're probably just going to fill it in with more dirt. Hey, oh, they
1: already have. They've they actually excavated the whole yard, refilled it, and re you know patted it down. Oh man, so, that that you, is brutal. The yard is now just a giant dirt hole. You know what? Get on that guy. Though. A dirt dirt pit. Uh, they had a picture of that in here too, but yeah. So the landlord is a little pissed. Um, obviously, there's a lawsuit pending because there's no way he's not going to go after this guy for the the fees for no having ab- to ab- fill absolutely this shit in.
0: like. They say how much it's going to cost. Like they charge the, the, uh,
1: they didn't say, but remember they had to dig up an entire backyard and fill it back in. Wow. While being safe for the utilities. That's not a
2: small yard either.
1: No, it was a big, it was a big neighborhood. Um, so yeah, I mean, this guy was determined not to, uh, not to have this stuff found. And it, like it was that picture they looked like they
0: had like like 20 bikes in that one little area like yeah, there's Yeah, he, all...
1: he had a lot of stuff in there. It was all like bikes and high-end electronics and jewelry. Apparently he was um originally being investigated for breaking into homes through the basement windows and just ransacking and running, right? Just so. snatch and grow and then Yeah, I guess enough uh enough people had uh had found it. Um we're getting emoticon Threats apparently from the stream. Shoot, shoot the chicken. Uh, I, I'm guessing
2: Sergeant but, Bad Touch is threatening to bad
0: touch us.
1: <laughs> he's apparently threatening to shoot me and stab a non-existent cow with a knife.
0: Yeah, with like a sadistic like I mean, tongue at tongue out. If you
2: want, I, I think it's for all of the lag. I can restart the stream. Hold on. Let, let's try it out. Appears
1: <laughs> you are going to lose track of us for a second. Goodbye.
2: Apparently in two, the
1: one
0: Apparently though, like somebody else mentioned that they tried to they were streaming on on here before and it was lagging out bad, so apparently it's the it's actually YouTube that's having issues.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we restarted the stream guys. If that doesn't fix it, I just don't give a fuck right now. So you're gonna <laughs> Apparently he's going to needle a mouse. So you're gonna anesthetize <laughs> a
0: mouse? <laughs> we don't have any mice here. Yeah, it's all
2: right. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, buddy.
1: Until you get your weasel emoticon, I can't accept your, your oh. bullshit. You know, I think I know what could be causing some of the glitchiness. Um, because Towel's just updating the drivers and stuff. Oh yeah. So, so that could be it. But um, of course, he's not even here, and his updates has to affect our podcast, right? Yeah. Something has to happen. <laughs> it's gotta. It's gotta do it. It's gotta do
0: it. <laughs> All right. So who else has things they want to talk about? Uh, I have a thing, but Roland, do you have a thing? Uh I don't have a thing today. Right. I I could find a thing, I'm sure. Ah, well tell you what. I can say a thing while you find a thing if you want. Sure. Theoretically too, I could have two things. I found two very good ones. <laughs> um one I think what I'll do is uh because because last week was I don't know, I guess somewhat news. Um, for myself anyways. Uh what I'll do is I'll throw this funny one. So (laughs) Good, perfect. That's that's all (laughs) I wanted. That's that's the only reaction I wanted. Well, good night, everyone. (laughs) Um, so I'm gonna paint you a motherfucking picture. Yeah, you'd better. I'm gonna do it. With my pastels.
1: I'm waiting. (laughs) You better be waiting. I'm waiting.
0: So uh this couple I guess was uh Was, uh, like walking along the beach and, uh, they're in, of course, of course it has to happen in Florida. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where, Where else
1: would it happen? So when you think of vomit, I'm out.
0: When, when you think of vomit, how much, how much of a monetary value would you attach to vomit? What am I attaching to vomit? A monetary value. I I zero. Count. One vomit, please. And you say that will be blank. Go fuck yourself, dollars. <laughs> One night at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So this uh this couple was, I guess, walking along the beach and something washed up. A giant uh think of like mm, think of like a big, like almost like a dinosaur egg, like just those big ridiculous giant egg-looking thing. That was like sticky to the touch, kind of waxy. It, it almost felt okay. like, like dense, like a candle, basically. Looked like it was like a big candle leg, like a big giant thing. Turns out that this is what's known as whale vomit.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So, mm. and I guess, um, what's, what's actually, what it is, is when a whale digests something, when it eats something that it can't digest... Uh, such as like a squid beak or something like that what it does is is it creates this greasy greasy thick phlegm yeah sort of covers it up yeah it covers it up so it can so it can get rid of it it can pass it and later on they found out that it's still called it's still called whale vomit but it comes out its butt (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i butt vomit all the time so (laughs) <laughs> no nobody here can say that they honestly have never butt vomited it happens you get sick it it happens but i guess uh this this gross whale random substance this greasy waxy garbage it covers this uh undescript form material up with uh is a common thing used in fragrances yeah you know really? what's funny yes it's uh what is it uh ambertus i think it's called ambigris. yes i know about this because futurama actually
1: did an episode with ambigris. ah uh, you're right they yep. totally did <laughs> that is i mean i know organic chemistry goes some weird places for their sense but this is a new one on me like that's ridiculous i mean what
2: is
0: so special about this that makes it good it, for perfume it makes it last longer it makes the scent hang around for longer that's Probably. what it does mm. it causes longevity in the scent so that they can when you spray it on it doesn't immediately go away apparently it gives the scent substance and allows it to hang around
2: i mean yeah. there there are a few other things that have that sort of effect like sewage or real vomit or
0: <laughs> shit yeah. It doesn't mean you put it on your skin. Uh, apparently, apparently this is what they do. So this couple finding this are looking to sell it because they did some research. And I guess the going rate for the size of whale vomit ball, I guess they got this, uh, this big sizable thing. Do tell. Um, Evidently, the going rate is somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 G's. Jesus Christ. So Holy shit. Uh because like obviously you'd only need a st- super concentrated. Yeah it's it'd be roughly about what they found would be roughly like the size of your head.
1: Okay. But like and it's, it's
0: still that that's a rich find. Oh yeah. Oh my god. So <laughs> you like that's what I'm saying is could you really could you really like consider like oh I found this thing. Like it's like those people that get rid of these antiques. Well like for when people find a rock and it turns out that there's, like, a ruby in it. It's Plymouth Rock.
1: <laughs> except, except, Okay, guys, you're missing the point here, though. This isn't, like, some antique someone's had sitting in their basement. They walked up on a beach and found, you know, solid whale pooped out vomit stuff. <laughs> and it turns out that people want it. Yeah, it
0: turns out it's it's
1: a sought-after you know, thing. It turns out that they saw it. They're
2: like, huh, this looks disgusting. I wonder if it's worth anything. <laughs> And then they go to the internet and they're like, hey, what do you know? Like, unless they're just like, hey, Siri, this came out of whale's asshole. Is it worth anything?
0: (laughs) Well, I'd like to imagine that they didn't watch that happen. So, uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah, so these people are going to be fairly rich off of some disgusting, greasy whale, half fecal matter, but mostly saliva that comes out the butt apparently i mean i would love to find 70 grand just lying around i know eh? especially in that form just like here's a lot and like this is the thing they can in this case they can pick their they can pick their buyer
1: yeah no kidding and
0: they can like pit companies against each other because it's such a large quantity because i'm sure they only use a very tiny fraction for production
1: I would imagine so. Yeah. So,
0: hence, I guess the seventy g's because they'll be in, they'll be in this stuff for how long? Like, how long is that gonna last? Like, and how many bottles of perfume can they actually? Yeah. Produce that's, that's really
1: that? interesting. I, I never would have thought that that particular source was a component of perfume. I am never wearing it again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yep, greasy, greased up whale saliva that comes out its anus.
1: It's Lovely. it's in your perfume. So, yeah, remember this the next time you put on your Axe body spray. Yep.
0: Yeah. Just just think. Just think every time you spray, it's going to be whale saliva poop.
1: Mm, whale
0: saliva poop. It's butt saliva. You <laughs> you uh it's delightful. We all know it. So, yeah. there's your motherfucking <laughs> picture.
1: No, it isn't. That is undelightful. <laughs> I I can test your comment. <laughs> That's probably the sound it makes. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> uh, just oh, that's awful. So did you find a thing, Roland? <clears throat> I have. Um, similar
2: to, I th- I think we talked about the. Did we talk about um, the government trying to strong arm Apple into hacking their own phone and installing a backdoor?
0: Yes. Yes, we did.
2: All right. Well, Microsoft is now suing the U.S. government. Uh, over um, their right to protect customers' information when it is moved to the cloud. Oh,
0: so basically this is a very similar... It's
2: probably following
1: the precedent. So if you didn't hear, the FBI dropped their request. They actually dropped their charges. They dropped their their investigation um, and moved on to another potential uh, way to get access to the, the San Bernardino phone. So that right there... Set precedent, or yeah. sort of precedent, because it wasn't actually a legal resolution.
2: Yeah. So the um, the the government is trying to use the Electronics Communications Privacy Act as a means of <clears throat> grabbing information from information that is stored on "quote unquote" the cloud. Fuck the cloud. Huh. Um, I can't. But they are preventing. Like uh, Microsoft is suing because the government is. Uh, trying to prevent them from notifying their customers when the government is searching and seizing their information. Uh, in addition to, um, uh, it's crap. The, the, this <laughs> this is the uh, the downside to having just only read half this article. Um, government's actions contravene the fourth av- uh, fourth amendment, establishing the right for people and businesses to know if the government searches or seizes their property. And Microsoft's First Amendment right to free speech for trying to prevent them from telling their customers this is happening. So they want to be able to tell their customers, the government is looking at your information. This is what's happening. Huh. And it really, really blows me away that this shit is still still happening. And that nobody seems to be paying attention to it
1: yeah well, and like i I mean every I know lots of people who are afraid of the cloud for this reason, um, because you lose control over your data, right You lose ownership over your data. it's now in someone else's hands, and if that someone else gets hacked or in this case, you know browsed through, um, you you lose access to who gets to see that. Well, and I understand I understand like the
0: the the useful in implications of a cloud-like system is like the idea itself is a great idea. I mean, it's, you know, in theory, it's a super good idea for people that, you know, don't do regular backups and don't do things like that. It's kind of a great tool for for those people. However, in practice, shit like this comes up and... I, I have never been
2: entirely comfortable with the concept of a cloud solution because I've always, you know, I've grown up where hard drives were what held my information. And I could sync folders, like you can network your computers together, you can keep backups yeah, and all of this. And the cloud solutions are essentially just a really convoluted backup solution for your files that you can transfer between computers. It's good for things like streaming music, videos, like things
1: that are typically shared anyway. Well, and and here's the thing that I think people start to to miss is, right, the concept of the cloud is... The cloud is a terrible term. I hate it. I think it is the worst thing ever because the cloud is the internet. If you just replace the yeah. thing with, you know, everything that you're talking about and just put the internet instead, you don't change the actual definition of anything, but it makes it a little bit more apparent what you're doing, right? When you store files in the cloud, you store files in the internet, Yeah. right? Someone else's servers have your data and that has to be a consideration. Uh, I know back when I worked for my previous company, it's something we had to consider all the time because we were a cloud advocate with Microsoft. We pushed their cloud solutions all the time. Things like Office 365, OneDrive, and so on. But there's considerations you have to have at every step, right? No, The biggest one is knowing that you are putting your stuff on the internet is a big one. You look at things like um, the the people who've had their accounts socially engineered and had their pictures stolen and then posted online. Or their you know, important information is getting stolen. People are getting fucking documents thrown everywhere
2: uh, i like how you said it's, socially engineered
1: yeah well because a lot <laughs> because of because that's not hacked no it's not hacked it's it's all about passwords and but yeah, people well, completely ignore
2: the fact as well that when you're putting your information on these services that information is no longer yours it no, is subject to yeah. a terms of service and an user license agreement
0: essentially what it's what it's doing is basically walking down the street and going oh hey do you mind holding my wallet please and giving somebody all your, you know, your driver's license, all that information, your money and all those well, cards and everything. And, and if going, we think can you about hold
2: this, if we think about how we store our money in
1: a yeah, bank, your money is the cloud. It, right? It's, yeah, it's how,
2: not like the government can come into a bank and seize my, well, they can, but they need court orders.
1: Yeah, they technically need court orders to do what they're doing now. Yeah. Right. But they can't just go and look through your data.
2: Like when, because when we were talking earlier, well, I was talking earlier about people that don't know how to use computers mm-hmm. they're these mystical magical objects to most of the population and these are the people writing
1: our laws yep it's fucking terrifying oh yeah yeah don't get me wrong <clears throat> our laws are draconian and weird as far as the internet goes it's such a young thing There we still don't know how to handle
2: it they're using a law that hasn't been changed in 30 years to seize unethically these people's information just because they can like
1: uh continue on once the story's over i'm going to take a look at the stream
2: okay um like it's this seems to be just the beginning of of microsoft um going you know this this can't
1: happen well and i find it interesting because this is microsoft going no our customers privacy is important Right after they've gone, we want all yeah. of our customers' information.
2: With some, some people have been questioning the uh, the motivations of Microsoft, but
1: yeah, now I am happy to see them fighting back and being like, "No, you can't do this," because if we don't push back against the one force, that's good. But then they also need to understand that if they're going to set this precedent, they need to respect it down below too.
2: Like I, I was yeah, legitimately surprised that Microsoft, of all companies, was fighting something like this.
1: Yeah
0: it's it's kind of like i don't know on what it's like you have a you have a person on one hand on one side of you and a child on the other side of you and you're going pull out a knife and go give me your money and you take their wallet and you look at the kid and you go stealing is wrong
1: <laughs> That is a great analogy yeah. though you did imply that children aren't people
0: they aren't Yep. they aren't no they're not they're our future but they're not people <laughs> but i mean they're, like they're little pooping farting puking monsters (laughs) this this isn't a world
2: where your information is sacred anymore
1: now mind you i have all kinds of crap on the internet right i live there i play games there most of my information is stored there and i accept the risk that comes with that yeah and as long as you do people don't seem to understand what that risk is and that's something we need to be more aware of
2: people also don't understand what information when they're giving yeah, and who and can see it who can yeah who can see it or even what information is important like when i worked for like when i worked in the call center and it came to having like some sort of security yeah. for the person's account you get a unique piece of identification and i would ask people for their driver's license numbers and they would be like oh well i don't want to give you that i'm like what the fuck Am I going to do with your driver's license number? You're totally going to steal your identity. You are making your account more
0: insecure by not giving us something to identify you with. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, well, it's no different than why see people especially need to be aware of this stuff. Considering how much fraud goes on when a random person, either, you know, you get a pop-up or a random person phones you or, and it's just like, Sure. I'll give you all my information because this totally seems legit. The the same
2: person that's like, oh, "I don't want to give you my email address or phone number," is like, "Yeah, here, have my social insurance number." Yeah, Yeah. to a random other person on the phone, like they'll go to a place and be like, "Because they said
0: they're with fucking Plan Canada or
2: Microsoft or something."
0: Well, they'll go to a they'll go to a retail store and they'll be like, "Can I have your email address?" "Ah, I don't want to sign up. No, I'm not giving you my personal stuff." And then later on, it's like, "There's a virus on your computer. We need your social insurance number."
1: "Sure, take it. Take my credit card." Just charge me and fix it. Yeah,
0: I just don't want the email.
2: So I tell stores to kind of piss off with that thing. But where I give them my spam email address, everyone
0: should have a spam email
2: address. Yes, you should.
0: Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying is those people are the same people that would, would oh, refuse absolutely. to give up something absolutely. like that.
2: Like, and it's, it goes back to the whole thing that people don't understand computers. You add computer into a sentence about something like, uh, we need your email address so that our website works properly with your computer. They're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> and then they have your email address for
0: no reason other than they told you. It's it's honestly no wonder why. Because uh, cause Vox and I were in the same info processing class oh, in God. high school. Oh, and God. that teacher, that I, I understand sort of why she was the way she was. Because... As funny as it was at the time, it seems like people are still kind of that thick in the oh, way yeah. of computers. Or it's like, I know you want to call it a TV screen, but it's a monitor. And as much as you'd like to think, most of the people in the class would be like, what is this lady talking about? Of course it's a of course it's a monitor. We all know. We've grown up with computers. What she <laughs> talking a about? Like not, I mean, a TV screen If you want something that
2: at least works for both instances, you can call it a a display.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But well, it's not a television.
1: Actually, I found the out... The same as a car is not a truck. I found out the definitive difference between a monitor and a TV. The TV contains a tuner. If it yeah, doesn't have a tuner, it's a monitor. If it has a tuner, it's a television. That would have been my, my guess. Yep. Like, it's, it's not a tuner. <laughs> at least, this is the definition See, that was given to me. I, I'm sure I want, I'm going to get
2: corrected by the internet. I want to say it's a simple delineation, but people... Probably, people probably don't even know their televisions have tuners in them.
1: Yep. Like, even the big screens these days still have the tuners in them. Oh, you Which, would never know. Yeah, Most people wouldn't even know what to do. Like,
2: they they, there's no one, like, the, the cable box is what takes your analog now. Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. You take your analog, you take the analog and you like it. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right. Oh, Microsoft. What all right, ridiculous.
2: well, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm all duked out. <laughs> um, okay, so what I think we're going to do here is play a car thing. We are going to play a car
3: thing. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Car. So today I'm actually going to just do a really, really quick one here. Just um, kind of something that's come up in, well, it come up uh, previously a couple of weeks ago with the federal budget and now with uh, the provincial budget here in Alberta. We're basically going to be throwing out a pretty ridiculous deficit. Now, for those of you guys who don't live around here, um, basically ever since the prices of oil tanked and everything, and I mentioned this briefly that people have been completely blaming uh, our new government that we elected last year on anything and everything that's ever wrong, ignoring the fact that we had the same political party in power for the 40 years previous. Um, Basically, right now, the NDP have to clean up a $10 billion deficit uh, in their newest budget. And, well, that's a lot of money especially for a provincial budget and now basically all the other oppositions that are basically non-existent in the provincial legislature right now are saying well you know you should fix that by well the conservatives are going by rolling back all the things you've changed in the last year and making things exactly like they were when you took power because that was working out great for us uh and then the wild rose are all like oh you should do this that and the other thing and you should well again a lot of that's a roll back this or go even further. Um, so. We're kind of in a tough spot. Even before the NDP took power, at least in, in the province here, we were in a position where our tax revenue was not covering the most basic things like health care and education, never mind covering the actual operating expenses of government or being able to improve or maintain our roads, bridges, etc. We were just getting cash funneled in after uh, budget after budget by the uh, federal government because we just didn't have the money to invest in that on our own. Um, and we were all basically just barely riding the edge of the $100 barrels of oil. And as soon as that collapsed, the entire house of cards fell apart. Uh, and then, you know, we subsequently kicked out the uh, the PCs for just flubbing it all up so badly. Um, but now we're in this position where, well, now we have to actually do something about it. You know, we could run deficits indefinitely, but, you know, as much as I am actually a proponent of uh, your basic Keynesian economics, when things are slow, you should go into deficit to stimulate the economy, invest in infrastructure, invest in those things that can get people working, building bridges, building roads, building hospitals, etc. cetera. Um, and then, you know, and then that goes back to what's been going on with the federal budget. Yeah. Same thing. The, the liberals have blatantly said during the election, we're going to run a deficit because we need to, because we need to get things rolling again, which is great. Um, but again, People are out crying, Oh reckless spending and this is honestly I mean I mean the thing is like this is kinda weird because the United States has been running a ridiculous deficit for years and years and years and years now. Um, in large part to pay for their their wars. Um and yet nobody seems to care down there nearly as much as we in Canada seem to care about it up here. And I don't know if that's maybe just because in general our attitude is a little bit more prudent, um, even though our household debt is actually worse than the United States, um, it's it's kind of a weird, weird disposition that way. But, you know, so we always like to think we're being responsible when you're when you're doing a balanced budget. But even any anybody who's over the age of 25 is going to be able to tell you, hey, um, there are times where you're going to have to go into debt a little bit. Student loans, car loan, buying a house. Um, you know, these are things that sometimes in order to be able to invest in yourself for the future or invest in your. Well, I don't want to say invest in your lifestyle because credit card debt comes in and that. that's such a bad example. But there are times when you have to invest in yourself to be able to be in a better position down the road. And that's kind of where we are right now. We have to do one of two things, is either you're going to have to just ride the deficit a little bit and be able to invest in those things that we need to improve or to be able to maintain a status of uh, of service in, in the case of education or in healthcare. Um, but I mean, of course, the other thing is, you know, we may have to look at raising taxes in Alberta. And the the problem is is that the idea of raising taxes, period, is just always seems like political suicide, even though in Alberta we have by far the lowest taxes in the country. And even if if we were to raise our taxes up to the level of the next lowest province, um, and I do apologize, I don't have that handy at the moment, which province that is or what that would raise our taxes to, apparently that that would completely annihilate our deficit and put us into positive again. Um, now, don't get me wrong. And it's kind of funny because just last week I was talking about this whole, you know, paying your fair share of taxes. I don't want my taxes to go up. If, if we could live in this nice little world where our taxes could stay low, but we still had all of our services, that'd be fantastic. But that's also like, you know, basing your uh, household budget around the idea that you're going to win the lottery. It's not exactly healthy. Um, and all it's going to do is just give you this wishful thinking down the road, down the road, down the road. Um, you know, and there is that point where we may have to look at raising taxes a little bit on everybody, even even if it is just introducing a 1% or a 2% PST in Alberta or something. Because we're not going to be able to just budget assuming that oil is going to go back up, right? Assuming that the price of anything else is going to go back up. You you need to start getting a bit of a better base revenue basically um you right we need a raise as <laughs> to put it in in blunt terms um and just watching like all this this outcry about um all these things and yet at the same time these are the same people that are also outcrying that there's a deficit and they don't seem to figure out that you know if you're going to be able to maintain services you're going to be able to maintain this that or the other thing but yet you're also crying and decrying that we need to lower taxes Well, that's like quitting your engineering job to go work at McDonald's because you want more free time to go yachting or vacationing in exotic places and forgetting the fact that doing that costs money. So I don't know. Um, it's just kind of it's an interesting thing. It's something that's been on my mind for a little while, and it's the same thing we're seeing at the, the federal level where people in, in Canada here where they are just absolutely going ape shit over the fact that the Liberals have posted such a ridiculous uh, deficit. And unfortunately, now it looks like they may not be able to get out of that deficit until the next election. So I guess we'll see how that plays out for for them in a couple of years. But for now, it's just that that reality of, of hey, we gotta, we got to pay for this stuff somehow, and we've got to get things moving somehow. So let's just... Because uh, obviously austerity wasn't working. That's what the Conservatives were trying for the last several years Anyway, uh, that's all that's on my mind today. Um, as always, my name is Car. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled.
0: Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Hi. Ah. Ah. Okay. And <laughs> in theory, we are back with manly voices going and everything. Since when, is a,
2: since when is Azure a file type?
1: Uh, because there's all kinds of stuff that Azure does now that is ridiculous. Interesting. So, welcome back to Technical Cast uh, 2016. Hello. We're going to talk about boring internet stuff that very few of us will actually understand. Very boring. Actually, probably most of our listeners will understand at least some of it. Under So, yes, welcome back to Unfurled. That was Carr. Um, I, uh, again, I apologize to our, our stream listeners. I don't know what's going on, but, uh. Yeah, the stream is just hooped. So for once, our regular listeners are going to come out on top. Whoa! Because they're they're not going to get manly man voice version. Maybe I'll just <laughs> slow the speed down, <laughs> drop all our pitch just to match what uh, people got on, <laughs> online uh, today. <clears throat> Personally, I like it. I was going to yeah. say I, I don't mind
2: how I sand sound with my manly man
1: voice. You don't, you don't like how you sand? Uh, I don't like how I sand. So we have a a couple of emails. No. There's no way. I'm going to read one because I said so. Not a chance. All right. Um. So this first email is titled, This went unnoticed on the national scene. South Dakota vetoes transgender discrimin- uh, discrimination bill. Uh yes. This is kind of cool stuff. Uh, if I remember this, which I'm very fringe on this. This is something Tal would have been able to comment on much better. But you have to deal with me again. <laughs> Take it. Hey guys, it's MDefmech again, uh, the guy who sent in the dumb history of the Dakotas. Yay. I realized that in all the news about the uh, the state, in all the news about states passing religious liberty, a.k.a. LGBTQ discrimination bills, um, that what my state's very conservative governor did went under the radar. Um, HB... Uh, 1008 was a bill that forced transgendered students in South Dakota public schools to use the bathrooms corresponding to their gender of birth rather than the actual gender uh, that I assume they identify as. Uh, the bill passed through the state house, but when it landed on the Republican Governor uh, Dugard's desk, he vetoed it, stating it wasn't necessary and that it was the duty of the school districts to accommodate students rather than their gender identity. Uh, many Regardless of their gender identity. Yeah, regardless of the gender identity, uh, sorry, many school uh, districts are glad they won't have to enforce this. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. absolutely amazing. It's nice to see someone actually standing up and uh, and saying, no, this is ridiculous. Let's just not do this. And yeah, bills like this have been going in place all across the US. We're going to see this hit um, the Supreme Court, I am pretty sure. Um, I want to note two things. Uh, if he had ignored the bill, it would have become law, and the writer of the bill oh it would have become law and the writer of the bill responded by saying he regretted introducing the bill as it became a distraction and a waste of time uh this same mm. state uh this is the same state that banned abortion in two thousand six and repealed it later that year so it sounds like this state has at least a little bit going for it to try and be progressive and not you know shitty to the whole world so they 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 try yeah. to
0: enter like they try to very
1: lightly be shitty <clears throat> and then
0: they're like we're sorry and then everyone <laughs> was like don't be shitty and they're like oh yeah never mind yeah i, yeah. I regret stepping in the murder moss
1: <laughs> we're gonna have a reading of that on unfurled
2: oh we, we should we, we should give rikoshi a microphone
1: we we should do it ourselves we should script we'll have you as a cast we can do it as a radio play
2: yeah well yeah. um we're already intending to do the the cabinet battle at Foray. Yeah, I know. So Carkey's
1: trying to get me to be Washington. Are, are you, you going to be Washington? I I don't know. I get crazy timid when performing by myself or think, in small groups. So you don't understand the jitters before every choir show and every band show. I I mean I, I do to a point. I, I'm the kid who dropped his trombone slide at Disneyland when performing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. No. It was like so embarrassing.
2: I've I've never been immune to stage fright, but once it
1: started, well, there's just no going back. Yeah, once like, once I'm out there, I'm okay, but it's the it, it's a thing. Them. Um there's a PS on this email. postscript script. Last email I talked about how the name of my town, Sioux Falls, was an ethnic uh was it was ah ethnic slurs. Was ah ethnic slurs? <laughs> was an ethnic slur used against a certain uh, Lakota tribe by other Lakota tribes. Well, there's a growing awareness of the name's implication and talk of renaming the city. Hmm. Uh, There have been no suggestions yet, but if it had to change, I would change it to the name uh, given to it by the Lakota Nation.
0: (laughs) I cannot
1: (laughs) even start to pronounce this. Also known as Stone Shatter City, which just sounds badass. I would live in Stone Shatter City. Oh,
2: that would be awesome. This sounds like the most progressive backwater backwards town I've ever heard of. <laughs> like, Seenfalls. let's be discriminatory towards transgender. Oh, wait, that's shitty. Never mind. Let's be racist. No, that's also shitty. Never mind. Let's ban abortions. No, that's shitty too. We're bad at this, but
1: good at correcting our mistakes. <laughs> we're like gonna, we're gonna keep trying until someone actually just doesn't try anymore.
2: I mean, I think this town gets the most points for effort. <laughs>
1: Though it's not the town, too, it's the whole state that was uh, uh the, okay. right? Is the state governor that said no, this can just go away,
2: <clears throat> right? But okay, so the, the state gets the most points for effort, but the least points for execution. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so if you just stop trying, you won't have to keep trying to stop. Yeah, see, it's like a saying. I could put that on a t shirt, it's the like, it would
0: sell like hotcakes,
1: I'm sure it would.
2: It, it's insane that something as simple as, like, letting people use the bathroom they prefer is as big a deal as it is, you're going into a stall anyway.
1: John Oliver said it the best, which is just call people what they want to be called. Right? Yeah. Just, well, if I just cares. respect them that way. It's yeah. not yeah. a big deal.
2: Well, like, people act like if you let a man who identifies as a woman into the women's bathroom, that he's going to start raping people. And see, I, I don't I... know if, you, like, any of the people you've met in like an office building or something like that. Like there's it... a very high probability. They're not a rapist.
0: <laughs> well, and it's also a high probability that they're not going to, they're not going to sacrifice their jobs to peek at someone using the washroom. <laughs> Like, you know what i mean, I mean like that's the, the, the worst that, are that, that would do happen that are demented anyway that's that, what i mean it has nothing to do with gender identification that person would do that whether or not they identified as the opposite <laughs> gender or not like, because they're I,
2: I am but a simple-minded canadian but i just can't imagine why this is such a big deal
1: see i've wondered why the whole split bathroom thing has been around for so long because i just need to go to a bathroom i don't care who's in it right if i went into a bathroom and there was a woman in the next stall what do I care? What yeah. does they care? Well, and
2: right? so they're not naked in this bathroom, or if they are naked, they're in a stall,
1: and hopefully they're, they're not naked in a stall either. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, they're, exposed, yes. They, okay, but
2: <laughs> like we, we have bathrooms have had stalls since the beginning of bathrooms, and why we need to like specifically separate these things are like. You know how you have like the bathrooms that is just a toilet, yeah, with maybe a urinal in it. It only sits one person, yeah. Yet it's assigned to
0: a gender,
1: yeah. In like a Walmart, why?
0: Yeah, I don't get it.
1: Why does that happen?
0: The onesie bathrooms are a little silly to have. Like
1: I've been through, I've been through a little bit of Europe, and like the UK still does the whole split bathroom thing. But like you get to Greece, there's the toilets. That's it. Yeah, (laughs) there's the place you go to pee and poop. Potties it doesn't are matter here. who's in there. It, it's all the same, right? It's stuff like that, which I just don't understand why here. And I mean, I do, it's because we're bigots and people are stupid, but
0: yeah. Well, I can understand why they have to sort of weed out sort of the creepos. And I guess that's sort of but, part of uh, the it, way it, honestly, they do it. It's not, it's still not really necessary, yeah. but it's their kind of, it's their kind of throwing the towel over the interdimensional space demon that's about to murder it, you, but he's not there nobody looks <laughs> it's
2: more likely i would think a throwback to when women had lesser rights i guess so they get you, their own you bathroom probably, now you probably had like it's like the back of the bus kind of thing
1: i can imagine there are some women who wouldn't want men using their bathrooms considering the cleanliness yes. difference that there tends to they be they get
2: super uppity about
0: <laughs> stuff like that like i don't care <laughs> but but i don't know i've heard i've heard from more women though that women's bathrooms are brutal. And l- <laughs> like a and lot of women are like, everywhere is- and <laughs> mascara. Oh, and- oh God.
1: There's blood, just blood, <laughs> hurricane of blood and mascara everywhere. I, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> I'm going home. Blood Bloodscara. Right. Why don't we, <laughs> why don't we drop this topic? Because you drop the topic. Uh, let's move on to our last email and then we can tell the internet to fuck off and go home.
2: All right. They're already home, but they can still fuck off. Uh, this one is titled, Sorry for Such a Long Email. I wasn't really planning on sitting down and writing such a well thought out and well presented piece of literature, so you don't have to read it all. You really don't want to because it really isn't all that great at all. Anyways, I love your show. I might actually show up to it one of these times. Subject, Yo Dog, or sorry, um, Body, Yo Dog, what's the strangest thing you eat from me?
1: What's the strangest I like thing it. I've eaten? See, I have expansive tastes, but I haven't gone to, like, places that serve weird food. I've had, like, bugs before. I've eaten chocolate-covered bugs. Um, I, I've had crickets. Chicken feet. I've eaten a worm before. Raw oyster. Don't do that. Dog it's not food. tasty. I, I, mean, I think almost any
0: kid tries dog food. I mean... Uh, I don't think I have. I think... Let's take, like, a bite of a...
1: We We might need a little bit more definition here on what you consider strange... Like, um, I used to eat like cell batteries when I was young, because I was stupid.
0: Cell um, batteries, yeah. Good lord, was, how are you still alive? I was a
1: dumb kid.
2: <laughs> I have tasted battery acid before, but because it exploded from my Game Boy onto my hand, onto my hand, and you licked it. Uh, I didn't really know what it was. I was like, this stuff kind of burns and then i just kind of like put it to my tongue and i was like ah that burns <laughs> <laughs> and i was like uh, huh, that probably wasn't the smartest thing i could have done
0: Mith, Mith Hoover.
2: uh that's a ralph
0: wiggum moment <laughs> yeah. my game boy exploded and i licked the uh, <laughs> my but batteries it... are crying yeah <laughs> uh um i don't know i think the the weirdest thing i've eaten is shark shark yeah
1: yeah, I mean, like, I've had like shark fin, but even then, that's not. I've strange. had shark steak. That's
0: just like weird. Yeah, it's not. It's not like that's. That's what I
2: mean. Yeah. I can't. We're all boring. I mean, shark shark steak to me isn't all that unusual
1: because I lived on the coast. Yeah, and I mean, like that's the thing like, is, like for me, strange would be like eating balut or something, right? <clears throat> so, oh yeah, I've eaten that. I've had a thousand year egg before. Do oh god, not those are disgusting. Do it. Um, Perhaps like,
2: I, I think the, uh, the strangest thing I would consider having eaten would be the chicken feet.
1: Yeah, chicken feet are a little, lot. a thousand year egg for those who don't know. And for Adam, who doesn't know, it's, um, it's a, I want to say Chinese, but that I might miss it. I know they sell them in Chinatown. Um, they're an egg that has been, uh, covered in like, uh, oh hold on. Let me look at what it actually is so I don't actually mislead you. Um, they're called thousand-year eggs. They're not a thousand years old. That is not correct. They are disgusting. A year <laughs> egg. They do taste like a. they're a thousand years old. Um, So a oh. century egg is preserved. Uh, what's it preserved in? Tell me. Uh, it's preserved by, uh, it's usually duck, chicken, or quail eggs in a mixture of clay, ash, salt, and quicklime and rice hulls for several weeks to months, right? So this is an egg that's left... <coughs> You know at room temperature it's preserved, basically it's a fermentation process you know the the Chinese and Japanese love fermentation, so you know what a normal egg looks like yes, okay, so it comes out looking like this uh, like, right the yolk uh. is black, it tends to have a little yellowiest yellowness to it, and the uh the white goes uh clear uh or it goes dark sort of brownish color um I tasted it because I love Oriental stuff, and uh, when I found out they had them there, I just had to try one. I've seen Ashen's on the internet do it, and I just had to do it too. It was awful. And apparently it's the kind of thing, it, 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 in the same it, sort of food concept as, like, Sir strumming, which I haven't tried and I'm never going to unless I'm, like, in the middle of nowhere where the flavor is like funky and weird and meant to be taken in small amounts. Like you don't eat an entire one in one go, right? You spread it on a little bit of of cracker or something, and that's what you eat or eat little bits of it. Um, Apparently it's a delicacy kind of thing. It
0: sounds like it would be
1: a delicacy kind of thing.
0: I'm
2: looking at this and trying to figure out why something like this would exist. And it seems to be the beef jerky equivalent of eggs
1: yeah and for what I disgusting and it was accidentally sort of figured out um when like by fishers and stuff when they would leave eggs and stuff in uh wet areas with quick lime and stuff around and it just fermented these eggs hmm. um one thing i will admit is the fermented taste uh of of the orient specifically japan and china is one i don't really get another thing i've tasted is called natto which um again if you're familiar with japanese cuisine is very common um, natto is, uh, fermented soybeans. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it looks amazing.
2: But yeah. It, lo- it looks okay in the
1: picture. Well, we'll buy one and we'll, we'll all try oh. one here. Oh God. Cause the, okay. We'll, we'll do it once. We'll make sure we have buckets. Um, I'll bring natto too, because trust me, it's an experience. Uh, the best thing about natto is it comes in, you use little, um, uh, styrofoam containers and it sometimes comes with like little mustard and, and flavor packs. But what you do is you open it, you peel off the top, And you have to whip the the beans. And as you whip them, they start to become sticky and slimy. And the more you you whip them, they'll start, like, becoming gunky and string together. And that's how you eat it. It tastes really weird. And I don't prefer it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to do, like, a strange food night, um... That oh. that does sound lovely. I wonder if I could actually like find balut or something. That would ruin everyone's day. Oh, what, you can. You what you can is add,
0: balut? It's it's a duck. It's usually a duck egg. I've had it. Oh, so therein lies the weirdest thing I've ever eaten.
1: You've eaten balut. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, so okay. So
0: I can pretty much. Uh. It's a duck <laughs> egg with the embryo still in it, and you drink the soup, and then you chew on the skeleton. It's
1: also fermented and, and old, and oh, yeah. God. Uh, I don't know if I'll be capable of that one. There's weird stuff out there. uh, Um, So strumming is something I want to try, but I've heard, like, um, that's a Swedish uh, uh, delicacy thing, which is fermented fish, and it is something that, like, you open it in an office, and you're fired. It it smells disgusting. It's like a durian. It reeks up an office. What is the fact with, like,
0: what is the thing with as soon as you, as soon as you cap off something with delicacy, it's like it's going <laughs> to have some sort of, it's going to have a hard taste, a horrid smell, be have a horrid like, texture. Like one part of it is going to be like just something. The fucking awful. nope. Actually,
2: like, I, I I listened to
0: the soundtrack
2: of um, Fiddler on the Roof yesterday. Yeah, and I can only think of tradition. <laughs> it's yep. tradition. We do it because uh-huh. we did it. Yep. yep. That's and it. you know caviar uh fucking cow tongues, well, cod tongues. Like
1: one of the weird things too is I know in, at least in the orient their palate like the what they grow up eating, the the things they eat is different enough that I can see the development of palates being different? Oh, big time. Um, cuz I mean there's all sorts of stuff they eat that I would well, never Well, if you, have you think of. about the
2: stuff that North Americans eat that like people in other countries would never eat like the absurd amounts of grease we have in our food.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Well, like I knew a guy that, um, where was he from? He was from, uh, what is it? Uh, Slovenia. And he was honestly, he had everything in the world against peanut butter. He couldn't stand it. And I've, I don't think I've actually met anybody else other than him that dislikes peanut butter, but he could not stand it. Like to the point where it's like disgusting. I used to not like peanut butter.
2: Um, I hated how dry it was and like, usually i just, got fed usually I just hate how it how, how dry it was and i didn't really like the taste all that much until i started eating it straight yeah and then you're just like oh and this was is like, this is actually delicious mm-hmm. but mostly because there is like i i would put peanut butter in my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches but i would put so much jam on it oh, to it. circumvent it's... how dry the uh it's a peanut
1: butter flavored jam sandwich.
0: Yes, <laughs> it's a. But I don't know. I grew up with like ants on a log and all that oh, yeah. kind of. Oh, like yeah. Little, oh yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. But that's that's why, right? It just it like reinforced. It's but I had the but exact same the, experience. The with celery, pickles. the
2: celery helped offset the dryness of the peanut butter oh, and the time. raisins.
0: But Maybe yeah, that sweetness and well, like with pickles same thing when i was growing up i like i ate a couple of pickles and i was like these are fucking disgusting oh, well, i loved pickles i loved pickled
2: <laughs> pickled eggs were my favorite thing as a kid <laughs> because we would go to the iga and there'd be a jar of pickled eggs there and i'd be like i need one." Oh god we're, i've
1: never had a pickled egg and it's such really? a it's a, a british thing that we carried over, and yeah, I've just never had one. You'd have the stinkiest kid farts ever after <laughs> yeah. that. Like just yeah. the
0: worst oh, like they're already awful. Clear out the playground like immediately. Oh, uh, that'd be awful. Uh, uh, well, so
1: try pickled egg. Well we will I, do we will figure out a way to do an unfurled food eats. test <laughs> thing as one of our future stream things because yeah. I want to see us eat some stuff. Absolutely. That sounds fun. If that I can find fun. white bait, um, I will bring that too, because that's apparently an experience. I don't uh, know. It's it's
0: just like tripe. Uh, tripe. Oh,
1: I got tricked into eating tripe by my parents. They said it was honeycomb. It wasn't.
0: No, it's awful. It's awful, awful. And then it's like, Hey, we're going to take this awful thing and put it in soup. and make it even more awful. Yep. Uh, that's gross.
1: Alright. I think I think we'll call it there. We've been blabbering mm-hmm. on for a bit. And uh well, stream's shitty. I'm tired. My laptop battery just died. And uh yeah, so I think you all can just uh get the fuck to your room.
0: Well, before they go to the fuck to their room, we should thank Omari and Scream Fox no. for their wonderful, wonderful work for the
1: podcast. Sure.
0: <laughs> and
2: um I don't know, should we should we mention our uh upcoming guests
1: uh yeah since they're pretty sure going to be guests i just don't know exactly what's going to happen there but go ahead at some point
2: in the near future potentially during blfc we will have pepper coyote Foxymoor, and more on the podcast to promote their upcoming album which i forget what it's called You'll have to uh,
1: you'll have to actually attend the actual promotional piece to find out. Yeah.
2: So we will have an exclusive track that they will provide to us, um, and you get to listen to it on the show and then listen to us talk for like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah.
1: it'll be amazing. Join yeah. us. Pepper Coyote has done us an amazing favor in the past, so and uh And Fox Moore was one of our first interviewees. Yeah, we may have to pull that back out and uh and It was an posted. awful interview, don't do it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, again, um, thanks for listening and, uh, I hate you all as, as per usual, if you have any
0: comments, criticisms, or you want to send emails to us at us at net, that would be a fantastic. Now go earn that child support. Why are they earning our <laughs> child support? They got to make it worth my while. <laughs> you're, you're four years old. It's time you started paying rent. I mean you're you're freeloading around. You don't even you don't buy you don't buy nothing. You know, you don't buy your dad some some wonderful single malt whiskey that'd be really nice, but unfortunately, you're jobless and just freeloading bullshit. You know, what? get a job. Go for unemployment. Do something. Make yourself useful in some way. Yes. And punch Roland to stop making these damn clouds. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all all i can think of is that is that simpson newspaper old man yells at cloud and i
1: think with that we're gonna wish you a good night a good night a a good night a bad night and uh have a great night we we aren't going to miss you i don't know i am kind of fuck off i don't know
0: all right get out of here we love you and we kind of as far as we can throw you you. yeah and you're and you're pretty fat y'all smell like toilets